Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Saturday, October 22nd, 2022, and we're right back into the mix tonight, back-to-back, not just for the Memphis Grizzlies, but for myself, for the podcast, following the Memphis Grizzlies' 129-122 to win over the Houston Rockets last night. So, We'll start with the Houston Rockets game, recap that game, recap our bets that we made last night, and get right into the game tonight at the Dallas Mavericks. And honestly, let's just get right into it. To start off with, there's really no other way to start than speaking about John Morant because he had an absolutely incredible game, finished with the second highest point total in his career so far, finished with 49 points, also added eight assists and did all this while shooting 64% from the field, went five or six from three. So, I mean, we're truly blessed to watch this guy week in, week out for the Grizzlies. I tweeted last night that this is probably the first time ever, or I would say the first time ever, that we could say that in Memphis we currently have the MVP front runner. I know it's only between or through two games, but up to this point, he's been the best player in the league by far. He willed the Grizzlies that win last night. There's no other way to put it. They were down big at half, or down eight at halftime, and then went on an 18 to 18 to nine run to start the third quarter, thanks to John Morant, and ended up covering the minus five line, which is what it was when we recorded. I know I leaned um, Rockets, so lost that one, but at the same time, the Rockets seemed to be the play all night, and then John Morant just completely took over the game. So if you got the Grizz at minus five, you were able to cover. If you got them at minus seven, which is where the line finished, then you did get a push at the end of that game. So it was an up and down game, just like I predicted. The over was absolutely obliterated. Um, the over was only 229.5 when I recorded yesterday morning, and then it closed at 232 and ended up, what, 150, I believe it was. Ended up, yeah, up in the 150s. So easy over there, up and down teams. Um, Jalen Green was awesome all night, as well as Sengun for the Rockets. So they have a very young, exciting team. Jalen Green destroyed my under two and a half three prediction I, I was expecting him to shoot a lot worse from the three he ended up hitting four threes and hit three before half so Jalen Green made me uh eat my words there he was awesome all night had 31 points I believe 31 33 points and just all night was was a terror for the Grizzlies to deal with so bet of the game was Desmond Bain over two and a half assists he hit that with ease I've harped on it every single episode so far, his playmaking ability and how important it is for the offense for him to run the offense as a distributor, and he did just that. Finished the game with seven assists last night, crushing the over two and a half assists that we predict or that we have the line at for the bet of the game. So two and zero on the bet of the game, and that was last night. It was a good win um, under the circumstances. You know the Grizzlies were able to overcome some adversity, able to get some scars and, and win this game against a team that they really should beat. So that was a great, great result from the Grizzlies. Now they're 2-0 going into Dallas tonight for the second leg of a back-to-back. But before we do that, as always, this is not betting advice. I'm just giving my opinions based on the lines that are provided to me. So bet at your own risk, bet responsibly, and also DraftKings, as always, is a book that we'll be using for the lines today and for the rest of the season. So Dallas, minus 5.5 currently, over-under set at 220. Dallas has only played one game so far this season, and that was a 107-105 to loss to the Phoenix Suns. They allowed the Suns to close the game on a 62-38 to run 
to end up winning that game. Luka Doncic was his normal um, elite self at 35 points and 9 rebounds. Christian Wood looked good off the bench with 25 points. And the Mavericks, with all that, with the epic collapse that they they had in that game, still covered the spread, which was minus 4.5 in favor of the Suns. And the game went slightly under the 218 total. So that was the Mavericks' last game out. Obviously, just one game that they've played so far this season have had a lot of rest between between then and now, and Grizzlies had the game against the Rockets last night. So one team going into the game fresh, one team going into the game a little bit beat up, but also with a lot more momentum following you know a great, great game last night where they scored 229 points. So two completely different styles of basketball, two teams that we see play a lot due to the fact that they're in the same division. And Dallas appears to be some kind of Memphis Grizzly kryptonite so far. Last season, they won three of the four matchups against the Grizzlies. All four matchups last season went under the total in the game. So the Mavericks love to control the pace, especially or because of Luka Doncic, how great he is. But about a complete 180 when you look at the style of play that Luka Doncic has, the style of just his, his physical appearance compared to John Morant. Um, he's not going to dunk on anyone. He's not going to jump over anyone. He plays at his own pace. No one can slow him down. No one can speed him up. And that is why the Mavericks hit the under in 60% of their games last season. So going back to the spread, you have the Grizzlies at plus 5.5 currently. Grizzlies were only underdog in 36 games last season. They covered 22 of those games as a dog. Still above 50% against the spread on a second leg of a back-to-back so they covered eight of the 14 games last season where they played right off a of back-to-back. Dallas, as mentioned before, has had a lot of rest, and they have not played since Wednesday, so they get to go in front of their home fans now, which were in, in Dallas. They were top three against the spread last season. 62% of their games they covered at home. Best team in the NBA last season following a loss at 27-11, and 11. so this team always covers the spread, or more times than not will cover the spread following a loss, which is what the criteria is right now, considering they lost to the Suns on Wednesday. So I would, unfortunately, and I know I took the Rockets last game, technically, and I know that I don't want to come across because we are on a Grizzly podcast as anti-Grizzly because I'm the farthest thing from that. Most importantly, want the Grizzlies to win before any of my bets hit. But just based on, you know, raw numbers and, and what the data and the trends are setting, Dallas minus five and a half is to play here. Um... Back-to-back game for the Grizzlies. Dallas able to go in front of their home fans and get a good result and make things right from last game. Grizzlies played last night, had to travel all the way to Dallas after being in Houston. Every starter played 30-plus minutes, and I just think it's going to be one of those games that's tough to get up for. Grizzlies should be able to make a run at some point in this game and maybe make it close, but expect Dallas to break away when the fatigue sets in for the Grizzlies. The over under 220, I think now it's at 219.5, so you're getting half a point in favor of the over. Um, I've mentioned it already. Dallas, 60% of the games last season hit the under, so they play at a very slow pace due to Luka Doncic. Um, This is the highest over under between these two teams in the last five matchups, and all four of the games last season went under. So I would lean under here just because – and I know it's it's repetitive in terms of the reasons for all these bets hitting, but once games start to stack up on each other, you start to see certain trends that you have to follow and basically go all in on these trends. So Luka's going to be able to dictate the pace. Grizzlies are going to be less likely to want to run you know, up and down the court after a game last night against a team that did run up and down the court. And while that the game last night favored the Grizzlies' style of play more, 
it's just one of those things that I believe the Mavericks will be able to dictate the pace and keep that under below 220, 219 and a half, wherever you get that line. So go under there. I know it's not a sexy pick, but I believe that's the right choice tonight for the game. Um, looking into some p- player props for the game tonight, we have Desmond Bain. Hurts me to say this, under three and a half threes. He has not hit that total in any of the two games this season. He's shooting 26.1% from three so far. Everything else he's doing has been very good. He's been playing winning basketball, but his shot just has not been falling. And again, he's been kind of emphasizing the playmaking side of his game so far. And I think the shots will come, and he'll easily be be right back where he was last season. But been a slow start. I don't see him getting it right tonight. Um, I think it will take him a couple more games to really start hitting his threes. And he only averages 4.3 three-pointers per game um, against the Mavericks, which we've seen a huge increase in that. Altogether, he shot 13 threes in the first game against the Knicks, 10 threes last night. So he's getting the shots up. He's just not hitting them consistently so far. So I think he'll slowly work into being able to hit four threes in a game consistently. But to start, I would go under three and a half threes. I would expect him to hit three. And if this doesn't hit, then I'm completely staying away from under three pointers after what Jalen Green did to me last night. So Bain under three and a half threes is the first player prop for tonight. The second one, this is one that I said last episode as well. I'm going to keep keep riding until John Morant proves me otherwise, and that is John Morant over 30 and a half points against the Dallas Mavericks tonight. He's averaging 41.5 points this season. I know it's only between two games, and last night he went and got the second highest point total of his career. So clearly and a player that's on top of his game right now, a player that's continuing to get better every time he steps on the court. He looks like he's in shape. I don't expect any kind of back-to-back to really influence him. If anything, will make him play better because he's not cooling off. Um, he averaged 27 against the Dallas Mavericks last season. Only played him in two games due to injury. So I'm just going to keep riding his overs until he proves me otherwise. So over 30 and a half, you know, gets into a duel with Luka. I could see... Him easily getting 34-35 tonight after what he did last night. So, jaw over 30.5 points. And then going on the other side of things, Luka Doncic is also at over 30.5 currently for his line. So, he averages a clean 30 a game against the Grizzlies in the games he played last season. He seems to be in very good shape. Um, 35 last night, or 35 on Wednesday, essentially in his sleep. Against the Suns, this guy's just a walking, you know, triple-double, walking 35-point-per-game score. And Dylan Brooks, I am not 100% sure where the status is on him. I heard that there could be a possibility he plays tonight, but if he doesn't play, if he does play, it'll make it harder for Luka. I don't think it will, you know, Luka's one of those guys, one of those few guys in the league that you just have to kind of live with him getting his points and try to stop everyone else. And that's... John Morant's the same exact way at this point. So Luka Doncic over 30 and a half points. I like a lot against the Grizzlies tonight. And that takes us to our play of the game. So as I've said before, the bet that we're going to be tracking, we're 2-0 right now. We had John Morant over 29 and a half points in game one. And then we had Desmond Bain over two and a half assists last night in game two. Play tonight, I don't like to say it. I don't like to make a play of the game against the Grizzlies, but this is the right play. Goes again, goes with everything I've been saying for the whole podcast so far, and that is Dallas Mavericks race to 10 points. So we had race to 10 for the Grizzlies game against the Knicks. We've had the, the Grizzlies hit that. Now we're going Dallas race to 10 at minus 135. Same things I've been saying before. Dallas at home, 
home opener for them. Grizzlies off a of back-to-back, expecting them to start relatively slow. And last time they played in Dallas, which was the last matchup they played altogether, the Mavericks opened on an 11-4 run to start the game against the Grizzlies and hit that race to 10. So Grizzlies will eventually make a run to get back into this game. But to start off with, I would see Dallas getting out to a hot start and then Grizzlies having to play catch-up from there just like they did last night. So exciting times to be a Memphis Grizzly fan, 2-0 on the season. And going into this game against Dallas, I, I don't, I'm not completely optimistic, but I hope that they prove me wrong. hope that we can continue to string together results and basically tread water until Sire gets back, until Dylan gets back, until Jaron Jackson Jr. gets back. So it's been a great start to the season for the Grizzlies, and I'm looking forward to the game tonight against the Mavericks against a division opponent, against a rival, and every time that, that these two teams play, there seems to be something crazy that happens, so I'm looking forward to it. So that's really all we have for today. I appreciate, as I continue to say, the support on these episodes early on. It's been great. We've had a lot of good momentum, continuing to you know be on time with the podcast, continuing to, every time the Grizzlies play, have a podcast for you guys out to be able to make your bets. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at, at GrizzBearBets. This is important because last night I was stressing to everyone to take the Ja Morant over live line because in the first quarter he had seven points and the live line after the first quarter was 26 and a half points and Ja almost doubled that. So make sure to follow the Twitter to get plays like that. My personal Twitter at ChaseBob at nine and the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter live tweets the whole game. Great insight on the game as the game is, is going on. So make sure to follow those three Twitter accounts. Also, make sure to f- check out all the other great Grizzly-related podcasts on the podcast network and all the written content at www.grizzlybearblues.com. Thank you guys all again for, for listening, and I'll see you guys on Monday for the matchup against the Brooklyn Nets at home. Thank you.